Drivers, welcome back to the tavern. We're going over the Supermarket Heroes 500 at Bristol this weekend. But before I get into that, let me just show you our website right fast. So if you Google DFS Tavern, if you use the link in the description below, however you want to get there, if you just tap the NASCAR tab, it'll bring you to this page right here, which has our stat model, which has our DK contest. You can open up the stat model in a different window. A lot of people use it. I was looking at yes or during this last race, people were in there. It's 100% free. It's a good stat model. I mean, it, it's a good sheet if you want to use it. If you don't have one, if you don't want to pay someone for one, it's perfectly free. All we have are our little logos there, so nobody steals it, but it's it's absolutely 100% free. I would highly advise if you don't have one or if you can't find good stats or anything like that, go here. Just look at it. It'll help you out a lot. I even use it even though I use other sheets. I always come back to this one because it's pretty simple. It, 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 it helps me just you know look at the, the numbers the the numbers that really matter versus being overwhelmed with a whole lot and then uh, our DK contest is on that page as well if you'd like a chance to be in next week's DK contest let me know what line you think is going to be dominant in this race do you think it's going to be the bottom where they're putting that PJ1 compound the bottom four feet of the track or do you think it's going to be the high side personally I think it's going to be the high side because that traction compound is not going to have a lot of heat for the first part of the race and I think I think the outside lane is just going to dominate in this race. But let me know what you think. And now let's get into talking about this race right here. Bristol, things you need to know here. One, we've had a lot of wrecks in the past here at Bristol. And that's with practice. That's with people having laps here. That's with people being familiar with this type of race car again. We've, I know we've been in the car a few times since we've returned from our little break. But these drivers are sloppy. They're making mistakes. They're, they're, we're seeing more accidents than usual, more mistakes than usual out of good drivers. I think this is a racetrack that we're going to see a lot of wrecks at, and I think we're going to see a lot of carnage at. I think it's going to be a bad wreck fest. I think it's going to be ugly. I think the last few races we've seen an accident within the first couple laps, and I think it's going to be that way at least the first maybe two stages. I, I think we're going to see a lot of carnage here. Um, like I said, they're putting that traction compound on the very bottom of the racetrack to try and get the bottom lane working, but that needs heat to come into play. I understand it's still there. It's still sticky. You know, I've walked through it before. I know what it feels like, but it still needs heat to be activated. So that bottom lane might not be valuable or viable the first part of the race probably the first hundred laps until people really start going down there until people really start forcing themselves down there and before they get a lot of heat there so the outside lane may may be dominant right now in the beginning you might want to start looking at people starting the outside lane i don't know if i go that far but i think that's going to be something that we're going to see is just that bottom lane is not going to have anything for the first part of the race the dominator points um, have been spread out through the past couple races, and I understand I'm simplifying the stuff, but you know I like making shorter videos here and helping you guys out with just the plays that I like. So, but we've seen a lot of dominators here. Nobody has really dominated over like half the race. It, typically, these last couple races we've seen close to five, um, six drivers lead. You know, over 50 laps, and it, it's difficult to predict who that's going to be because it usually flip flops throughout the race, but. When you're making your lineups, you want to try and pick guys that you think are going to lead at least, you know, 50, 60 percent of the laps, either with place differential upside or just if you think they're going to if they're going to unload with a fast car. Um, so, I mean, basically, line construction should just be multiple dominators plus place differential, um, and then you can vary on that depending on like what you're seeing on on your own sheet, what you're seeing in the stats, or if you just like a driver, if you think they're going to unload fast, you can go there. Okay, now the plays that I like, I'm going to break it up a little bit differently in this video because I think it's going to be a lot simpler. So I'm going to tell you the dominators that I like, the place differential, the cash safe plays that I like, and then the punts that I like, and then I'll say who I like 
because stat sheets, which we have seen a lot of people uh, use, if you look at the mass uh, entry tournament players, a lot of guys are just looking at the stat sheets. They're not using, you know, visual notes. They're not using, they're not actually watching the races. They're just going off of whatever the stat sheet says. So we could use that to our advantage here because those those massive entry players are at a real disadvantage at this point, just because we've seen how they're going. They're trusting the stat sheet. They don't, they don't watch the races. So you can use that to your advantage if you want to try and be a little different. So I'll go over the plays that I like because of that. So starting with the dominators, the guys that I that I think should lead laps in this race, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Truex, Elliott, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman, and Kurt Busch. Those should be the guys that lead, not the whole race, but they should lead laps at some point in the race. The guys that I really like from that list are Joey Logano and Kyle Busch. Those would probably be the two dominators that I'll probably focus on uh, with Keselowski coming in third on that. Now the place differential, the cash pl safe plays that I like, Jimmy Johnson, Clint Boyer, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon, those are probably my favorite guys for safe plays, for just being there at the end. I, I really like Austin Dillon. Uh, I understand that he is not showing a whole lot of speed at this racetrack. I know he, he wrecked last year in the fall. He finished 14th in the spring, finished 13th in the fall in 18, finished 15th in the spring in 18. But I like Austin Dillon starting 20th. $6,300 should easily be able to fit in a lot of your lineups. I'm really high on Austin Dillon this week in the punts that I like. Now, the first two rely on my idea that a wreck fest is going to happen. So I love J.J. Gailey, which you should play J.J. Gailey anyway. By far the best car for Rick Ware if he's in a Rick Ware car, which I believe he's in. And then B.J. McLeod. I played B.J. McLeod last week. It didn't kill me. It, it worked out perfectly fine. It, it was a great pivot off of Greg Golding, which I think a lot of people are probably going to go back to because he's five grand. I like I like B.J. McLeod. Uh, Timmy Hill should be a top 30 car. He's probably the best punt there is. He'll just carry ownership. And same with him. Daniel Suarez starting 37th. That's a top 25 car at a track like this. This These shorter tracks and the super speedways really help these underfunded teams maybe have a chance to pass some people if there's carnage or whatnot. Suarez is all right. Brennan Poole, I think Poole has a top 25 car as well, and his price tag, uh, what is it, $5,400, that's not bad either, you can fit that in a lot of lineups, and then Michael McDowell, he's way, 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 way too cheap, I understand he's starting 25th, but he's $4,900, all he has to do is finish top 20, and I'll be happy, I think he should finish where he starts, that's about a top 20, he's 25th right now, he should gain at least a couple positions if nothing bad happens, I really like Michael McDowell as a cheap punt, I, I see no reason to not use him, and if you look at his finishes, they have been horrible at Bristol, 37th in the fall last year, 28th in the spring, 37th in the fall of 18, 38th in the spring of 18, horrible, horrible finishes here, the stat model should not be on him, but I like McDowell here. Now, the plays that the stat sheets like, if you look at any stat sheet, if you look at any history, if you look at track history, these are the plays that I imagine people will gravitate to, and I would advise that you pivot off of if you want to try and avoid heavy ownership. Matt DiBenedetto. Every time we talk about Matt DiBenedetto, we always talk about how good he runs at Bristol. Oh, he almost won here last year. Oh, he's led laps in, in 2019 in both races, or he ran well in both races. Oh, he's ran well here before in bad equipment. He's starting ninth. He's $7,100. I imagine a lot of people will hop on Matt DiBenedetto. I would try and avoid that play. Kurt Busch as well. I know I said I imagine that he'll lead laps but this is a play that should people should go to based on track history finished ninth in the fall last year second in the spring race first he won the bristol race uh the fall race in 2018 
Uh, he has a fifth place finish in 2017. The stat model should like him. He's $8,300, should be able to fit in a lot of lineups. I imagine he'll carry a lot of ownership. I would try and pivot off of him. And then Ryan Newman as well, starting 17th. A man who has finished inside the top 14 the last six races. I just don't want it. $6,800, I'd rather go to a punt in the back. I'd just rather go somewhere else. i try and pivot off of Ryan Newman. The plays that I like that the stat sheets typically don't like right now, Eric Jones. I like Eric Jones a lot. Uh, I'll probably be really overweight on Eric Jones, $7,000. He finished outside the top 20 in both races last year, but he has a fifth in 2018 and a second in 2017. Those are races where he was not caught up in an incident or an issue on pit road or a wreck. All he has to do is stay out of trouble and he'll be fine. Chris Buescher is another guy that I like. He has ran, I mean, not bad, but 17th in the fall last year, 22nd in the spring race last year, 19th in the fall race in 18, 36th in the spring race in 18. Not the best looking guy. He started 19th. There shouldn't be a lot of ownership on him. I like Chris Buescher. And then all the rookies, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Cole Custer. This is the closest they have been to running what they did last year in the Xfinity Series race in regards to the package. This is a low downforce package. This should help them out with no practice right here. I would love to go to them. And then yet again, Austin Dillon. That's who I like that the stat sheet's just kind of not pointing at. Those are the plays that I like. Thank you guys for listening. Best of luck. We got this in under 10 minutes for you today. So we will talk next time and Hopefully you win, hopefully you take down GPP, and hopefully you don't tie with anyone. So we'll talk later, and uh, I'm going to do my dance again while I wait for the music to come in. Y'all have a great day.